Hey guys, it's Alyssa and Casey. Welcome to the Girl What Pod. We are best friends, busy moms, active teachers. So join us as we decompress from our lives by diving into the drama of other people's lives. It's, it's the, the Girl, Girl What, what Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Girl What Podcast. This week we're joined by special co-host Coach Mike. Uh, if the audio sounds a little bit different, we recorded in a different place this week. So I just wanted to give a precursor that it may cut out just a little bit, but it is a great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Like you say it. Don't just cut your eye. know what that is. like to give some, co- some context. That, so if I remember correctly, it was because during soccer, I think Brantley was the one that that one was too, because he would just straight up kick however he wanted. Miss the ball, you know, like a kaya. Okay, like a kaya, like a kick. Yes. Okay. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, we're here with um, the one and only Coach Mike. Coach Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're going to talk about some uh, youth sports today, because if you don't have a kid in youth sports, you just have no idea. Yeah, you need to tell us a little bit about yourself, like your bio. How'd you get into youth sports? That's what I'd like to know. When did you just know that you just really wanted to sign up for all this? I had kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Boom. So, so, I mean, you know, you know, Hayden. I've got three kids. My oldest is Hayden, um, then Nicholas and Owen. And I didn't know I wanted to get into youth sports until Hayden started playing. Um, He... Watching him do sports for somebody who did not have a plan, it, it made me realize that I needed to be involved. So at least my kids had somebody with a plan for them. So when did Hayden play first? Uh, flag football. Flag football? He did you play sports football. like as a kid or in high school? I did not play sports as, in the youth ages. I didn't play anything until seventh grade. In seventh grade, I started playing football. And I was pretty much 110% football. I think I played basketball one year. I played baseball one year. And outside of that, it was just football and off season. So um, really, that's it. Yeah. I'm a little shocked. Like, I, tiny coach Mike, like at the ripe old <laughs> age of like third grade, like just so I was mouthy the si- on the field. <laughs> I was the size of a third grader in seventh grade because I haven't hadn't. <laughs> I had done zero sports. I was a stick. I was last string, B team, everything. Um, the first time I got tackled was an experience. I got got my <laughs> my my neck about broken because I was just standing there like I didn't have a clue. I took a helmet right under the chin and went. Whoosh. Did you rethink life after that? Like, were you like, maybe this isn't for me? No, I was one of the special ones that went, I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> this is for me. I like violence. I mean, what? <laughs> I like violence. <laughs> we get to hit people. So when I was when when I was younger, I didn't get to do youth sports because my dad, he he served 20 years in the Navy. And so my mom was parenting alone for the majority of my youth. Um, when I was 10 was when my dad retired, but so throughout my, my younger ages, my mom was doing everything by herself because dad was on six month deployments and back to back deployments. And they both weren't raised in a sports environment type family. So neither one of them had 
kind of background where they wanted to go do sports or even aspired for their kids to do sports. So not even on their radar. So, um, yeah. And, and drive to what pushes me to push my kids is because after high school, I realized I was actually a pretty decent football player and I was pretty smart about it. I understood the game really well. And then I started playing and realized, well, had I have had somebody pushing me or showing me, I could have I could have done something if I wanted to. Right. right? So that's kind of where the youth sports for my kids comes from is because I don't want them to look back and go, well, I could have done something, but mom and dad didn't didn't give us what we needed or didn't push us to try. Well, the boys really love and admire you. It's it was during football season as a teacher because, I mean, if they were like the slightest bit out of line, I'd be like, well, I mean, is Coach Mike going to be happy to hear about this? And, boy, they set up real straight. I think my Coach Mike list is still on my board. It just hasn't been used in a while. Mm-hmm. But kids who don't know you are like, put him on the Coach Mike list. Yeah. I'm like, you don't even know Coach Mike. They're like, yeah, but they're real scared of that guy, so. Just put him on the list. Get on the list. Okay, I'm really excited about this TJ story. Go for it. You're I just talking want, about I just, it all It's like day. Christmas, and I just want to read it. This Go. is one of the funniest youth sports stories um, from a parent's perspective. The, the little boy, I'm assuming there's a little boy named TJ. Is that yeah, correct? And it's not the guy who wrote it. It's not his kid. So he's like raw with it. Yes. Like, you know, no, it's like. And he's a great storyteller. Like, you know, when people talk, oh. he's a great storyteller. So this says. The only thing more satisfying than watching your kids at sports is watching the kids that are there against their will. My daughter. (laughs) So if you have not had the chance to watch a child be forced into youth sports participation, what a gift. (laughs) There's a kid on my son's basketball team, TJ. TJ does not sit on the bench. TJ lays on the bench. It's like all capitals. Whenever they call his number, it's a big dramatic scene. He flops off his chair, rolls into center court, flips off his parents. It's great. He goes, he I love TJ. He his parents? That's what he said. Like a middle finger? That, that's what he said. He could be being dramatic, but he said, I love TJ. I can't get enough of this kid. Every time they put him in, I'm like, because he's a wild card. I never know what he's going to do. I've seen a million kids make or miss a basket. I've only ever seen one kid bite a ref. <laughs> what is the age group on this? It does not say. Coach Mike, if we, you had to guess, what age group is this? This has to be like a fifth, fifth or sixth grader. Yeah, because what? Oh yeah, a fifth grader biting a ref. I mean, this it, sounds intentional. If if you don't want to be there and you're trying to get kicked off the team or suspended a couple weeks and you're you're old enough to understand that, yeah, take 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 a nibble. <laughs> He says that's worth getting up for on a Saturday morning. At the end of last season, they tried to have the viral YouTube moment where the kid who's not very good gets to make a basket. And this is actually the moment where I realized we're all pawns pawns in TJ's game. They put him in, and we all know what's about to happen. Everyone gets their phones out. They put TJ in. Everyone's cheering. The defense backs off, and they throw him the ball. It looks like it's out of a Disney movie. He catches it. Five, four, three. This psychopath does not shoot the basketball. (laughs) 
he licks the basketball and then he kicks it into the stands. <laughs> I refuse to believe this kid's in fifth grade. There's no way. This is the best moment of my life. This is why I'm here. My kid's not even playing today. <laughs> well, I guess some sports entertainment for you. SPN. I don't know. That was so funny. I'm like, as a yes, as a coach. Not funny. That's the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing ever. Like it's it's the worst thing ever. Just trying to figure out if you care as a coach, how do you reach that kid? Uh huh. It's like teaching. It's like, listen, you're here. We're here. You're gonna learn something. How? <laughs> what do you honestly do with like a kid that is constantly defiant? So, I have <laughs> attempted to figure those kids out in every single way possible. You guys know Hayden's Hayden's one of those kids that's difficult at times. And not and Hayden. My coaching style does not reach my own child. Uh, you can take the the hard line with them of do it or you're running. Usually if they're that dead set on not doing it, they're not running. You're gonna have to drag <laughs> them to the fence and you're gonna be more tired when you get back. So um, but I have done that. And, uh, the, the, the approach in my current playbook is, uh, just ask them if they want to participate. And if they don't, then we go coach the kids that are there to be coached and get mom and dad to help as, as needed. Um, that seems to be the best path to not ruining the sport for the kid. Granted, it's probably already ruined, but it, if you go make them run, push them to do things they don't want to do anyway. They just don't want to be there. They're going to have a meltdown a meltdown every time they come to practice. So I'm trying, I'm a, as a person trying to grow through these experiences too. Youth sports teaches us so much. Oh yeah. Casey, you have a story yet? Uh, I do. Well, it's just, someone's asking for advice. So advice from Coach Mike. Okay. That could, be a, that could be a whole segment. Right? So he kind of answered, you know, some of the questions I had about my other posts. This one is, how to handle older kids interrupting practice. So you're, you're coaching, what, uh, Owie's uh, soccer team right now? Or how many, how, many teams are you even, how many teams are you even coaching right now? So right now I'm coaching O's soccer team, which is five and six. Coaching Nicholas's 10U 10 10 U team. I am also coaching a 6U flag team for O, a 8U flag team for Nicholas, a tournament flag football team, and I am co help, trying to help coach a 10U uh, flag seven? football team. I lost count. Is that seven? <laughs> uh, six? Six. Wow. Six, seven, seven, six. Yeah, something like that. Ugh. One time I got in the car with Alyssa to go watch the boys game. And I didn't even know what sport we were going to. <laughs> I thought it was football. I thought we were playing flag. And then I was like, where are we at? And she's like, we're about to play soccer. I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I just get in the car. It, it's nice to just play sports all year round. I would have loved to do that as a kid. I'm a, I'm a dance mom, but we'll, we'll get into that. You would think they'd be tired of it, but we went to Zach's brother's house yesterday. And immediately we go there, they grab a football out of the car, which we had two basketballs, a soccer ball, a football. And they go to the backyard and they play. And they're like, didn't y'all just say you have like sports all the time? And I'm like, yeah, that's what they want to do though. Sports is life. I mean, today we went to the baseball field and let Hayden work on his pitching. And uh, all I had to ask the boys is, what are y'all bringing with you? Soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> We I just, just keep stuff in the car, then we're always ready. 
See, I just kind of watch you guys from afar. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I love hearing about it. I love coming to watch y'all's kids, but it's, I don't know that life. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> well, this says coaching 10-year-old baseball. You said you've never coached baseball. Is that right? No. <laughs> is that the one sport? <laughs> that, is, one? that is the one sport I won't. It's the, for the betterment of everybody. If you better. <laughs> <laughs> It says, today, three older kids, probably 13 through 14, rode by on bikes yelling stuff like, you throw like a girl, baseball is for wussies, but with a P. <laughs> <laughs> I told the kids to ignore them, and they rode away. But then they came back yelling more of the same and drove by and turned around again. This time, they stopped right across from the field and kept yelling stuff. I walked toward them and said, guys, you're yelling at 10-year-olds. We're trying to have practice. Please leave us alone. The one troublemaker was like, you're just a baseball coach. You probably make 20 a year. Burn. <laughs> and then it's just a parentheses, I wish I was paid. They finally rode off, but then stopped further down the road. We continued practice when they were yelling during every pitch to mess with the kids. I went towards them again and said, that's it. I'm calling the police. And they took off. I guess the threat of calling the police is the best way to handle something like that. But is there any advice? It's, infuri it's infuriating. Infuriating. <laughs> I can't even read. But obviously, they can't do anything about it. They're harassing other teams as well. That's about the only way you can handle it. I mean, I know with our, our village that we have, they, me as a coach, wouldn't even have to come off the field to do it because I've got a village of moms and dads that are ready to ready down somebody's throat whenever they need to, to defend the, the tribe. So um, <laughs> the tribe. having, out there. having yeah. the community uh, is, is huge. It's one of the things I'm most grateful for doing youth sports around here is, is the community of people that we get to do sports with are, we're fortunate that I don't even have to be there. And I know my kids are safe. My kids are protected, watched over, disciplined um we if we saw our kids riding by saying stuff like that right i know my kid would be disciplined before i ever even saw him mm -hmm. so that one's a tough one i know if i was out there on my own it would I, I would probably be chasing them down the street just to make sure the boys know that i got their back but i really i mean it's 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 a culture you know to to make sure that the boys feel like what they're doing matters so sticking up for them and just run any idiot off that you can, however you have to. Our kids would be like, okay. Yeah. I know, right? I, I, say, I, don't, I read that and I was like, you know, that, that's something to think about. But, you know, is that even really an issue? I mean, have you even, even run into that issue? We did have a four-wheeler, a guy on a four-wheeler. Yeah, we, we, have, we have more issues with people not respecting our sports uh, our sports platforms as far as like, you know, our fields and our, our parks mm -hmm. and stuff. That's where our biggest issue is. And, and, you know, the town's taking measures to go catch those people when they're tearing stuff up. I mean, right now, Hooten football fields got big old truck ruts in it because somebody got their truck stuck and then they went and got a bulldozer to pull it out. So, what? Yeah. They went mudding yeah. on the football field. Love that. Mm -hmm. They didn't quite make it to the football field because the mud was too muddy. <laughs> Try. But no, generally heckling isn't an issue until game day. And then <laughs> and then depending on who you play, you may get some heckling. I'm gonna tell you right now, 
you hear about that stuff sometimes like parents getting a little and that's like all over reddit that's all over the mm -hmm. internet of like these parents like yelling at referees and coaches and stuff and it's like before i actually myself i was like everybody's being dramatic like there's no way that somebody's yelling at a kid or an adult like that in front of their kid and then i went to a youth sports game that's so funny because that's my next reddit no thing it says what youth sport has the craziest parents so i'm gonna let you answer first and then i'll tell you what they say what youth sport has the craziest parents, parents. so like in games like what you know so I will say this just because I, while I don't coach it, I know that that group of people, when you get into select sports is extra, extra. And I would tell you that select baseball parents are probably the craziest people on earth. I mean, if you're going to spend $450 on a bat for an eight year old to hit a ball. <laughs> you are, you're already crazy. You're already crazy. And then we'll just go ahead and let the crazy out on game day and just, you know, let everybody know know exactly how crazy you are. So I would say baseball, the stuff that I've been involved with and experienced, I don't know. That's a hard one because, you know, we've gone through the soccer league where we coached our kids too hard and people complained <laughs> about how That's we coach our hard. kids. Our own kids. Yeah, we didn't. It wasn't even a case of, you know, normally maybe you said something to somebody else's kid or a parent on how you're coaching their kids um or parent to parent yeah you know, or they were this, upset with y'all because they thought you were being too hard on your own child yes and nobody was crying nobody 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 was your crying. kids no more than to cry <laughs> <laughs> nobody was upset but the 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 particular parent decided to let us know that we were coaching our kids we took it way too serious and that we were we were what what, what was the what was the word belligerently uh abusing our kids <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. know what to say. it's always interesting like, when they say that and they're like, but we as parents are mad so why are you mad you're not yelling at your kids like what or not even yelling we're not co we're not talking to your kids we're the parents on the sideline going hey that was a good blog you know mm -hmm. but i digress the reddit seems to think now these are people from all over the world so that live in america and he says, has to be hands down. All the fights seem to be um, in American peewee football. <laughs> That's the top comment. I mean, that was going to be my guess, though. So, so can you really argue it with what happened last year? No, you know, really. I mean that that was pretty tragic with that coach. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine being that kid and your dad's coaching you, and next thing you know, he's dead. He's dead. Wait, did you hear about that? No. So last year in Lancaster, there was a coach. He's in the circle of people that I I, I do football with in Dallas. Um, but is they this were a regular team, or is this when you're like flag? just this? This just was from when I was still playing flag as a as an adult. Oh, okay. So, okay. so this is a community of people that that I'm really close with, and the guy was coaching his nine year old son. They were having a scrimmage with another team. Not even a game. Not even a game that counted. A scrimmage with another team. And they got into a disagreement with how the game ended. People came down and started trying to fight the refs, the coach, and then he was shot and killed. That's too far. That's too much. It's too much.
We well, take youth sports seriously. Though. Yeah. Well, this story is about an aunt who took hers way too serious. It, the, the Reddit user is, I found this online, PB and Jane wrote this. <laughs> says, good. ejected from the game, arrested, a month in jail, thousands of dollars in fines, and banned from the future youth sports event. If you're an insane sports parent, this could be you. Oh my <laughs> Not me, but my aunt was a crazy parent. When my cousin played baseball, she'd always scream the entire game and was easily the loudest parent there. One game, the coach benched my cousin because he was having a very off day, just playing terribly. My aunt starts screaming at the coach to put him back in. He refuses, so she charged him and started punching him. The other parents jump in to stop her, and she ends up fighting them as well. The police were called. She ended up spending month in jail, paying several thousands of dollars, doing community service, and was banned from attending any sports event. Fun times. Doesn't sound real fun. <laughs> That's what they ended it with. Fun times. So. I haven't yet, <laughs> haven't yet, uh, you know, playing time's a sensitive subject in all youth sports. We we deal with it all the time, but then that rolls back into the kid that does he want to be there, does he not? I mean, we've, you've been the team mom on the sideline where I'm like, hey, send so-and-so out here, and they look at you and go, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, what do I do? So. Do you make them go out, or you're just like, no? Like, so, Alyssa, like, have you been like, hey, no, Coach Mike told you to go? So, yeah, <laughs> as they get older, I mean, like he called for you, go. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, can you come out here? It was a get out here. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes from a coach's perspective, even if they don't want to come out, you try to make them come out. It does two things for you. It shows the parent that you're trying. And it also shows them that there there's, there's, there's some conversation that you need to have with that child, whatever it is, right? If I don't try and I just take the, okay, well, you're good, then you're good. Then I got to have the conversation. The doubts, the conversation happen. And if for whatever, that kid goes home and goes, no, they just didn't let me play. Uh -huh. Then it looks like you just didn't play their kid. And then you got to deal with that part of youth sports, which isn't fun. Mm -mm. And if they're just nervous and they realize that if they say no and you say okay, they're going to keep doing it. Yep. It's super embarrassing for the kid, too, for their parents to act out. My mother was did that at one of my basketball games, and I literally wanted to crawl under the bench. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. My dad did that. He did, did it at a football game in Sunnyvale. We were, as a grandparent? Like, no, as a parent. As a parent. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> and back then, there was no hand signals, right? Nowadays, football is all hand signaling the plays in. Well, back then, you sent a receiver in with the play. They told the play, and the other receiver came out. And so it was just this perpetual line of just going back and forth, right? So I'm standing with the coach, waiting, waiting for my turn. I'm about to go on the next one to go in. Our running back runs towards our sideline. Gets face mask thrown out of bounds. Ref doesn't call anything. Somebody in the stand stands up, tells the refs just how blind they are. And the coach looks looks at the sideline and goes, whose parent is that? And I go, I don't know. What's the play? <laughs> 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 We're not, yeah. 
and discuss. That's so funny because your mom is a grandma. Mm -hmm. You know, we were going to have shirts made because Hayden, he's our hype man on the sidelines. And uh, our crowd tends to be dead. Like, they're just not loud a lot in football. Like, that's for as loud as we are as people, they're just not loud. Anyway, so Hayden told them, he went to the sideline, he yelled, You've got to be louder than my grandma. <laughs> so I was like, I want a shirt that says you got to be louder than my grandma. Mm -mm. <laughs> that lady's crazy. No. <laughs> okay, I want you to read a couple more of your Coach Mike-isms real quick. And then we'll go on to another story. I just want you to read one. Try to remember if you can <laughs> give it context or maybe who it's to. Probably not. It's probably been said to all the kids, but anyway. It's definitely most of them have been said to all the yes. kids. Yeah. You're just out there running. I need you to have some instinct. But that wait, is definitely. I really want you to like look across the table at Alyssa and like, and like <laughs> I, I need to do I, it though. <laughs> I need full coach Mike, <laughs> at least on one of these lines. I will. I will, I will do that in a minute. That particular one. That was a recent one. That's that's a recent one. So sometimes the boys, whether it's football, basketball, soccer, they get lost out there and they just at some point they stop just playing the game. I don't know if they're, you know, had a long night the night before or or just can't seem to get it together that day, but they're just out there and people everybody else is playing sports and they're just they're just hanging out. They're <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> This one, this next one was for uh, one Hudson. It says, this is not Madden. Quit running out of bounds. <laughs> we were at a flag football tournament of all things. And Hudson's getting tracked down by two defenders. And instead of trying to go upfield, flag, split the defense, whatever, Hudson just trots on out of bounds, takes a five-yard gain, and, and, and doesn't. Doesn't 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 get there. <laughs> and he likes Madden, so I knew I could press a button with him there. Sometimes you gotta personalize the coaching. For sure. For sure. You gotta you definitely gotta personalize it. This is one of my favorites. Um just because it it to me it means a lot more to the boys than it does to me. And and it gets them to kind of understand a little bit. Great players don't need to be told to be great. Um, sometimes we show up as, as a group and we're not on top of our game. We're, we're just there and going through the motions. And when you've said something to a kid two or three times in one practice or in one game, it's, it's, it's that point where you tell them, look, I can't. If you're going to be great, don't tell me you want to be Tyreek Hill and then come out here and jog. <laughs> If you want to be Tyreek Hill, I promise you he's not jogging. So it's kind of trying to set that way with him. <clears throat> this this is the one you want? Please. Just one. Just one real Coach Mikey for me. <laughs> Quit watching like it's a TV show. <laughs> I do remember which kid I told this to. I'm not going to rat him out because it's between me and him. Um, but he was standing at the back of our soccer if I remember right, it, we, it was during soccer. He was standing back on defense and he had his feet crossed, chewing on his fingers, just watching everybody run around, <laughs> trying to get, get the ball in, a, in the net. And he was just, he was there. Y'all hey, doing great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Which way is the net? 
kick it that way then. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that one before. That one's definitely been said to every kid. Um, but good Lord, we, we can't seem to find which way the net is that we need to go to. And this isn't necessarily, this has the kick it that way then, but this has also been the case in football. I Run don't know why then. you're running the wrong way, but you need to go that way. Basketball at the beginning of every tip off. Okay, boys, we're shooting in that net. Everybody point to the net that we're shooting in. And then at halftime. Now we're going to that <laughs> 100%. Way. How many more you want me to give read? Give me one more, and then I'll let Casey give me a story. <laughs> I don't know that I have. I don't know that I'm going to explain this story, but this one is <laughs> don't just kaya it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory to me. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Okay, this one is another, um, we need some Coach Mike advice. Um, y'all y'all have a really, I feel like, football. So, have you ever been, like, accused, I guess, or has anyone ever questioned, like, especially now that you're a commissioner, that some of the teams are stacked? Um, <laughs> is it sensitive? So, so it is, it, it, it's not sensitive. I'll talk through it. So... I mean, because you're really, I mean, seriously, but at the same time, too, it's like, I know, especially this group, like, as someone who doesn't have a kid on the team, it's like, I know all the kids in the group, so it's like, rightfully so, they just work really hard. Yeah, and so, so, we did have a situation, um, we're in second grade now. It was first grade. So last last year in flag, first grade flag, there were too many boys to have one team. So we split the boys in two. And some of the, when we did it, we didn't have another coach for the first grade. Um, so I volunteered to coach both first grade teams. I remember this now. And shame on you for giving extra time. And, and in the, in the part of it was in the case that, Somebody stepped up. I had all of my returning players on one team, and we had kids I didn't know, newer kids on the other team. And then after the, the teams were even, we just drafted players to the teams. Don't know everybody in Caddo Mills, just shocking. <laughs> put kids on teams, and, and how it fell how, is how it fell. But what, what, nobody realizes some of the returning boys while we were in first grade and it's most people's second year of football. We had a handful of boys that it's actually like their third or fourth year of football. So um, one team was very well along in what they were coached to do. They didn't need some of the, the smaller things to be coached. They were onto more advanced plays, more advanced schemes while the other team, we were just trying to figure out where we're supposed to stand, how we're supposed to pull flags, things like that. So there was, at the very beginning, a clear statement of that is the A team and this is the B team, which was not the case. Um, and they wouldn't have said that if you weren't coaching both. You were just you know that we're all heading in the same direction. Well, if you yeah. think about it from, like, an educator's perspective, that sounds like, you know, ability grouping. Like, we do that and it's like, the kids that know kind of what they're doing, like they're going to do something more, you know, independent or higher level. And then the kids that need extra on the basics, like there's an opportunity to do that. So. Right. Because in, in, if you mix those kids, both teams will be very 
very even, right, in the league that they play in. They should be very even skill-wise. But then the kids that, you know, you don't coach anything new, what happens when you teach and you're teaching a kid that already knows what you're teaching, they struggle to keep up, right? Or they struggle to stay challenged. challenged. And then they start jacking around. They start talking in class. They start getting in trouble. You guys start signing folders. Start signing them folders, <laughs> running them laps. Yeah. yeah, we run to the fence. It's the same. It's the same type of thing. So uh, for for me, when we did that, it was it was how do I get this group to keep growing to where they're still you know loving the sport, they're still interested, and it's it's hard to look at parents. I'm guilty, right? My my kid's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, I mean, I I, I believe he can do anything in the world. Right. And I think every everybody thinks that of their children. Um, but, you know, when you go and divide a team and this Super Bowl and this team wins two games, it's it's a hard conversation to have. It was not something I was expecting. And I, what I what my goal was, was to get all the boys learning everything together so that when we came together and tackle, they were all close to the same spot or, you know, at least knew the same things, which I think worked out. The boys mm -hmm. didn't have to get used to a new coach. They, they all knew me already. And they did a lot of practice stuff together already. So they were at least aware of each other. Did the practices together. So yeah. what parents don't realize too, I don't think is that like you have the right as a returning player to keep your team together. I mean, that's, that's a benefit of playing all the sports together is that they grow chemistry and parents don't understand that. They just see it as, well, they're better. And for a community like us, it's, it's about, it's not about what we're doing in kindergarten, first grade. It's about oh. how we're preparing them for ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. Are you guys going to be where you need to be to, to be competitive, to get yeah. yourself scholarships, to just have fun while you're going to school? Mm -hmm. Um, this one says, this is like directed at refs. Like it's a question for refs. Have you ever refed, have you ever refed youth sports? I've not refed youth sports, but I've refed adult sports. Okay. Well, this just says, what's the worst you've received while doing your job? And there's only one comment, but it's kind of funny. Say that again. It says youth sport referees. What's the worst abuse you've received while doing your job? What's the worst thing someone's done to you while you've been refing? Well, so adult is getting actually punched. <laughs> by a player or adults you know they they aren't coached they're just out there calling their own yeah. shots yeah um youth sports i've never seen anything physically happen to a ref i've just seen people verbally yelling and this person this person says someone's mom pulled down my shorts and exposed after i threw her son out of the game <laughs> well all right like Wow. I can imagine, like, Jackson gets thrown out of a game, which could very well happen because he's Jackson. And I would never pull a ref's pants down. What? Well, like, what? I, like know. <laughs> I just want to know what was going through her head. Like, I'm so angry, I'm going to pull your pants down. Like, that's never, been, that's never gone through my mind. That's not even kindergarten way of solving problems. Like, I don't even think they do that in kindergarten for the most part. Definitely not second grade. Talk about folder sign. <laughs> Are you allowed to bring like those air horns and stuff to games? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just you, like, you like 
Jamie about that one because she'll gladly Jamie answer Shepard. that one. She got thrown out of a game through an oh, last was year. It, what, kind of, what sport was it? So you can't. You cannot. You can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> okay. You can, but every now and again, you get that ref that wants you to know that he is the ref <laughs> and he can do what he wants. Is this true, Coach Mike? Can the ref really do what they want? Gonna stop him. I guess you. Some people like power. This is my game. Well, this is this guy was refing a hockey game once, and there was a guy who brought a whole bag of ping pong balls and started throwing them at the team's players. And when an employee of the arena came up to like tell him he needed to stop, he picks up the bag and dumps the whole thing on the rink in the rink and runs out. That sounds about right, but hockey should be used to it. Hat trick, come on. I see, I don't know a lot about hockey. What's a hat trick? Hat tricks when a player gets oh. it's called a hat trick. Okay. Same thing in soccer. If a player Wait a minute. gets three goals, like they get three points. Like that that <laughs> individual scores three goals. In one game. Points and goals are different things in hockey. Oh my heavens. It's one thing that we have not and we will not probably dip I love on. going to the stars games, but especially when you're on the glass when you're close to the glass and they just oh, like they just ram up against and it. And slamming into the glass. Yeah. Very large humans. Bloody, bloody large humans. Yeah. About three teeth in the whole rink. I think the ping pong ball guy and the pants pulling down mom would have a fun time together. Can you imagine? I, was was there kid TJ? <laughs> <laughs> TJ's, TJ's mom got upset. She gets the ball out. She pulls the ref's pants down. <laughs> and then there's ping pong balls. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to show up to a practice one day. Y'all aren't going to know it's me. It'll be a practice. I would never do it in a real game. But I'm going to be walking around, and y'all won't know it's me. And I'm just going to legit start chunking ping pong balls out on the soccer field. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> I wish I had anything that crazy happen. Really, you, you got thrown out of a game. Your kid wasn't even playing. What? I did get thrown out of a game that I had no kid. <laughs> my children were not in. What sport was it? Basketball. The bounce ball sport. The bounce ball sport. Is it this year? No, it was last year's championship. I went to support my, my village. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> I love the kids from my village so much. When they, when they don't get a fair shake, I... I'm there for him. The ref come off after not doing a great job. I didn't Terrible job. Not a great job is way under. <laughs> I would like to know, did you like get a warning? Like, hey, Coach Mike? No. No, no so warning. I, the, game, the game was over. I was upset for the boys. I went down, you know, and stood off to the side of the court. Was was minding my own business. And I everything was good. But then the ref walked off laughing. And I just... Matter of fact, told them that I said, don't think it's really funny that you just cheated some kids out of a out of an opportunity to win there. You need to stop laughing. I think that's rightfully so. And, that was there's nothing wrong with that. And the only thing he had left that he could do because the game was over was to get me kicked out. So after the game was over. After the game was over. So I'm so I was sad about that. I, I was really sad and, and I just <laughs> walked out willingly. It's um, fine, dude. I'm going to Bucky's anyway. Peace. <laughs> But yeah, that that was I don't know. It's hard it's hard for me to go to these games and not not be passionate about my guys. Yep. That's so not funny though. Why would you laugh at some kids? Because uh, he was a terrible ref. That's what I'm saying. Go home. Yep. Yeah. You're not even you yeah. in sports if you think it's funny. I 
Well, I mean, now that you're the commissioner, would you like, would you ref if like you were asked to? Like, can um, you? Do you have to be? This is a dumb question. Commissioner, he does ref. This is a dumb question, but do you have to have like a license? You do. You do in some sports. You have to be so. Um, I don't remember the sanctioning body for football, but you actually do have to be certified by the sanctioning body to ref to be able to step into these games. If there's somebody who's not sanctioned by the 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 refing body, then they have to be mutually agreed upon between the two commissioners that are there in order to let that person coach the game or ref the game. And then at that point, everybody's agreeing to whatever happens happens at that point. So then you put yourself in a position where somebody might not know all the rules. You might have to hold their hand through it. Is I mean, it's, it's important to get people that are taught how to ref. Sometimes I do feel like I wish the refs, had as much invested in it as we do just because sometimes they're just out there collecting a check, which I understand, but it's, it's not just a game to everybody. Right. It's just not. Nope. And it matters to these boys. Because I know there's like several stories I just skimmed through where a lot of them were like, Oh, I was 16 when I was 17, you know, being right. an umpire or whatever. And so it's like, you know, like, yeah, like, did they go to, like, a little class or, again, like, I guess maybe – I mean, I'm from Reigns. Like, they probably got somebody off the, the street and was like, hey, we got a kid's game over here. You want to – No, I mean, I think I think Reigns and their sports, they, they, they have people that have to be sanctioned for the stuff that they're doing, at least now. Maybe not back when we were doing new sports, but um, I don't know. I, I, I think – I think it's important for them to go through those classes for sure. But uh, I know to be certified by a sanctioning body, you have to go through the classes and they teach you where to look and what to look at. Basketball is a little bit harder, in my opinion, to, to ref because there's so many places things can get lost on the floor. Mm -hmm. Football is pretty cut and dry. Did you grab him around his neck? Yes, you did. Okay, that's a holding penalty. Um but yeah. Did you blow your air horn? That is 15 yards backwards. <laughs> well, really, truly, like, I think that there are so many kids that love to do sports in this community. And, like, I think the coaches, especially you, like, go out of their way to teach them those rules and stuff. Because, like, I remember, like, softball was ruined for me as a kid because, like, I had a coach. He was always yelling and screaming and doing things, like, that he got kicked out of, of two games. On the second game, he was told he couldn't come back. So, like, we were all standing there in the dugout, like, we're mid-game. Like, who's going to coach? And so um, a couple of guys, like, um, the well-known in the community, like, stepped up and coached us. But, like, I was already so behind in the season. I really didn't know the rules. Like, this is my first year playing softball. And I didn't know – like, I'd played basketball before, and I had always had good refs where if I had a question, like, they would explain it to me or whatever. I didn't know, like, that that wasn't the same for softball or this umpire, like, didn't have the same feelings. I was at the plate, <laughs> he threw a pitch, and I didn't think it was a strike. I thought it was too low, so I didn't swing at it. He called it a strike. I felt like I politely turned around and was like – that was a strike. 
<laughs> I don't know what it was mean, but maybe I was. Was it I was, not well received? No. He said, yes, if you question me again, you're out of here. I was like, like, I, yeah, I was like, okay. But the, but the part you don't realize, though, is did he, did he ref a game before that, right? Did somebody already get him in his feelings? Because did somebody bite him? Did somebody bite him? I wasn't trying to bite him. Don't bite me. But so, so that's 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 part of what gets you know it, it helps teach bad things because refs start calling things that aren't necessarily a certain way or they're harder on a group of kids because the parents before were heckling them or or the kids before were questioning everything they called. So then when poor little Casey gets up there to bat, who doesn't have a clue, but she goes, "That was a strike." He's like, "Try me." Yeah. yeah, I'm standing there in my bumblebee socks. <laughs> my helmet too big, just trying to ask a question. We were the stingers, y'all. Our our uniform. I, we both went to rock all weird jackets forever. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> Black and yellow striped socks, bright yellow jersey. Yeah. Sounds like a great great time to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I never die, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Hayden is texting me asking if we're almost done. So I think I'm going to let Coach Mike pick one or two more of these to explain, and then we're going to call it because uh, uh, he's over there with me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hitting, we're hitting 45 minutes. So if you want to pick, like, I think you got to most of those. But if you want to pick, we... like, one more, mm -hmm. you got them all? No, we didn't get them all. Okay, pick, pick another one, explain it, and we'll, we'll end her there. <laughs> well, which one do you want? You know, any of them. All right, stop playing with your shorts and play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been to several kids because for whatever reason, kids' natural nervous tendency is to tie their shirt in a knot, grab their the shorts. strings on their shorts. <laughs> yep, the, stra the stra jawstring, the pant leg, you know, next thing you know, you're showing like hip. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's one that everybody gets told. Um, <laughs> this one had to have been to my kid because I don't see myself saying this to anybody else. Don't say "ow" that didn't even hurt. <laughs> Has to be to my kid because he's likely. he's the only one that I tell him to suck it up. No, he's not the only one I, I tell him to suck it up. Like, he's yeah, the only one that I would openly tell him it didn't even hurt. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then wake the hell up, Jackson. <laughs> That's my favorite. I was in a soccer game. I was like, oh, that was that was my kid. <laughs> he gets I it in football. It. Yeah. He loves it. It doesn't bother him anymore. No, he used to be very emotional and, and now he's he's really got control of it. It used to be hard for him to recover. Mm -hmm. If he got criticized, especially stepping into quarterback. Yes. He just took all the weight of it on. And if he got criticized, he was like Tears. I mean, you know, he was little or two, but mm, about to say, I get onto him in class. It's like for a few minutes, he's like, "Oh, yes, ma'am," and he's rolling back with it. You know, JB. Oh, what I like. That's all I get. Is it's JB the whole school year, but during football season, it's JBZ. <laughs> Everybody gets a nickname. You have to earn your nickname. Mm -hmm. What I like about that kid is, I can ask him. In public, if we're not even doing anything with sports, we can just be at the school and I see him acting up. All I got to do is ask him to say, how are you representing our football team right now? And how are you representing me? Changes in like that. 
-hmm. in the blink of an eye. He, he goes, That's good to know. I need to use that. He goes, <laughs> he goes back into what my expectations of him is. That's good. Yesterday when he was throwing a fit in Austin, I should have asked him how he's representing Coach Mike. Put Coach Mike on the phone. <laughs> I mean, call. <laughs> oh, that's that was a threat for a long time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on in. Yay! Thank you all you Deets. One of these days, I'm gonna have a private um, soccer session with Ada. <laughs> She's getting one. She's yeah, probably, she is. She's well, coached. Out I really hope so. No they're, tears. They're I don't know how to handle it. Playing fetch, they'll be okay. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks.